guys from podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions. I'm Sean Cordingly. And I'm David R. Smith. Today, there's no question. Well, there might be, depending on how fast this goes. It, and it also depends on how I'm feeling, because sure. we are live, sort of. Yeah, ish. Where I'm back from being sick, yeah. essentially, but I don't know how this is going to go, because I haven't had to talk a whole pile yet. That's fair. So this there might only be the, what Dave's about to say, oh. or more. Yeah. Uh, as we missed it last week, because Sean was sick... Uh, we figured you guys would want to know what we're up to, so we're going to talk about what we're up to. Yep. And historically, these have been longer segments of a podcast anyway, so Usually. it's entirely possible that this might just run a long enough length that we can make this our podcast. And if not, we might just answer one of our short kind yeah. of fun questions yeah, exactly. that we've been getting rather because, than... Because we have a pile of trailer reactions people have been asking for Yeah, uh, from Trainspotting 2. Oh my god. Save it. I mean, I haven't watched it yet. I figured you would have seen that one. Yeah, uh, Wonder Woman's got another trailer right. out. There's, yeah, like we've got a, a list of stuff. So cool. we have that. Thank you. We will get to them, probably as long as it doesn't become uh, too late to yeah. do it. Like the movie came Beyond out. The statute of limitations or something. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think you know we'll see how things go next week. Yep. Really. <laughs> see how things go down south. Yeah, we're recording this on election night. Yeah. Because Dave is heading down to San Francisco for a Temple of the Dog. Yes. A reunion show? Ish? Ish. I mean, it's... They put out the album and then just never really mount... Like, this is their first ever tour because once... They put out the Temple of the Dog album, but then Pearl Jam exploded and Soundgarden went on to do their thing. And so there wasn't really time for a tour. They just were like, let's make this album together. And so they just decided to make a tour because, you know. And now it's just like, well, why not? Exactly. Okay. So that's what we're going for. Plus, it's San Francisco and I've never been, so. Yeah. And Dave is going to write about it on theguysfrom.com when he gets back. Sometime next week. Took my pitch away from me, but yes. Well, I will remind you at the end of the show. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. But yeah, we had to record this one earlier in the week so that I could leave and we can get a podcast out. So we're recording this. As of our recording this, we don't know what's happening. Uh, Donald Trump was, had won two states and Clinton won. Yes. When we started. Yeah. So. So. We'll see how it's going. Yep. Anyway. So we're going to talk about what we're, what we've been up to. Yes. I also did, before we got started, just wanted to point out there may be an odd cut or two. Oh, right. We don't have a cough button. So I will just have to, like, pause. I don't know. I might have to pause every once in a while. So it may be mid-sentence. We'll try and match as best we can. But uh, just so you're aware, that might be why there's And if it is mid-sentence, we'll just be like, that was a cough pause. And back to our regular scheduled programming. Yep, exactly. Cool. So we start the same place we always start, and that's playing. Yeah. And I know that this one, because you've been hinting at it, is going to be a little different than it has been. You guys... I finally hooked up my Xbox, and yep. by mine, I mean the one that my friend gave me. Right. And so I was playing Assassin's Creed for a while, which we both talked about it when yep. we talked about the Assassin's Creed teaser. The trailer. The for, trailer yep. that came out. We Another talked about, thing we have a eyes for because a full trailer came out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we talked about how much we both loved the game. Yep. And so that was one of the only games that came with the Xbox that I was like, oh, yeah, I'll... I'll this one's one that I would like to play regularly. So I was playing right. that, and I was enjoying it. But then recently I got I was doing some shopping and uh, for a show and happened to be at an EB Games. And as I have an Xbox 360, those games are stupid cheap. Oh, yeah. And so I went and bought a couple. I bought uh, 
uh, Halo, just because, you know, it's Halo. Half a Halo. Yeah. Yep. And then Far Cry 3. And that's what I've been playing ever since. I haven't even touched Halo. I have, I've put Assassin's Creed back in the box, and I'll get to it once I'm done. But, like, I'm just playing Far Cry 3 right now, and it is so fun. It is so fun. I haven't gotten to the second island yet. Okay. Um, but that's because, like, I've... I've secured every outpost on my island i've done every hunter's quest i've done every wanted dead quest and i'm slowly going through for all like the random villager little little things and then there's the the medical supply runs and everything like that 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 i could do so i haven't done those yet um but literally i've been basically getting all the outposts and everything and then i'll go back because it's so fun securing those outposts yeah it really is Man, when I first started, I was like, oh, man, there's. Oh, I hope there's a few of these. And then I think there's 34 outposts or something that you need to secure. <laughs> and everyone has different challenges. And, yep. like, there was one, and I don't, you know, because you get more experience points if you if you uh, get it without being discovered at all. Right. Then you get fewer, but still more if you don't set off any alarms. And then right. you get, like, 500 if you just secure the outpost. Which is still decent. Which is still decent, and it's, it's still rewarding when you do it, but there's some times where I can literally, like, I'm going through and I'm... I discovered that a bow and arrow is more effective than a sniper rifle. Yep. Because it's just as quiet, but you can hit him anywhere and he dies with one shot. Whereas with the, a sniper rifle, if you hit him in the body, you still... Sometimes he, he does notice you, and then that kind of screws you over. Yep. Um, How many outposts have you had where that last guy notices you? Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst feeling ever. It is so frustrating. <laughs> you're sneaking up on one guy and you go to knife him, and then all of a sudden that guy notices you. It's like, oh, crap. And then yep. he sets off the alarm, and then the backup comes in, and then you have a whole new round of people to have to deal with, and you go and hide off in the trees, and then you have to hope that like the, the chargers aren't coming at you with Molotov cocktails and like it is just it goes from <laughs> being almost done to just chaos yep and the one that I had a really hard time with there's one where there's like three dudes but about six guard dogs oh uh, I was like I don't know how to do this stealthily yeah so I didn't I just yeah I got into a shootout and just eventually like I just kept running and injecting myself with medical serum and just like finding more guys and just running around the compound just trying to lose them and hiding in the grass and it was chaotic yep but so fun so yeah I'm, I'm really really enjoying it and I knew about this game because I, I came to came here yep. and you kind of showed me the intro like you showed me where they get captured and then you let me go through basically all the way to, to when uh, he meets Dennis the yep. guy like the, the the guy who saves him essentially and uh, and I might have opened up one like I might have climbed the first radio tower and took the zip just line. so I think, you could see it and zip yeah, line a bit yeah I think that was kind of the end of it so that was all I knew about Far Cry 3 but even that enough was enough I was like I think I'm gonna like this one so I picked yeah. it up just because it was like 12 bucks or something yeah I was like yeah okay and I've gotten a ton of fun out of this and the best part about it is it's the sort of game that does have replay oh yeah like once I'm because I'm playing on intermediate I think because I you know it's first time through i didn't think i was expert um but i think you got to play it again on expert and even still like there's enough to it and a big enough map that i can i feel like i could play this game on intermediate again and still just enjoy it put as it much away as for can. like six months eight months a year exactly go back to it yeah buy three or four more games and play those so that by the time i get through them i've kind of forgotten about this when i come back to them, be like oh yeah this game yeah it's yeah it's it's pretty great so 
Yeah, that's what I'm playing. Look at you. I know. <laughs> that actually kind of segues into what I'm playing right now, because okay. I am still playing Far Cry Primal. Okay. Which is the next generation Far Cry where you're a caveman in 10,000 BC Europe, <laughs> and it's so awesome. Yeah, again, Sean showed me just a little snippet of it two weeks ago. I yeah. can't remember. I guess it was just before. Oh, we were waiting for Anna to leave. Yeah. And uh, and so we were like, well, we can't record yet. So you're like, well, let me show you this. And it looks so fun. Oh, it's so fun. And it's it's basically, it is another Far Cry game. You're taking out outposts. You're unifying a village. You're going around. You're leveling yourself up. You're skinning animals to make yourself fancy belts. Sure. Like, it's, it's the same thing. But all you have are caveman, like, 10,000 BC weapons. We should point out that you get trained animals that you can at- use to attack people. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of sweet. I have bears now. Damn it. And a couple saber-toothed tigers who are amazing. <laughs> you had one when I came here last time. I have a bigger one I can ride, and he's stronger than the other one. <laughs> Perfect. I just got a cave bear last night who's just huge. <laughs> <laughs> He's That's pretty great. Pretty awesome. Uh, they're just such good games. They, they are. Big maps and just a lot of really clever, unique storylines. And and the, like, the main storyline's fun, but you could just get lost wandering around finding stuff and hunting for totally. an hour or two hours. Well, and that's the last couple nights because I know I didn't want to get into the second island before I go to San Francisco just because I'm like, I don't want to, like, it would suck to... to be left in the lurch and be like, I want to know what happens. I, yeah. I have more outposts to take. And so I... And a wingsuit now. Not yet. Not yet. That's but how you get to the second I know, that's island. What, that's what you told so me. So it's just like... So all of that, I'm like, that's great and I will get to it. But I, I've i just been trying to, to ride out these last couple days. Yeah. And so I've been doing all the, the wanted dead missions and, oh, and yeah. all the hunter. But like hunting is kind of fun unto itself. And like it's a good way. All of a sudden I'm like, oh, it's 1130. I should go to bed. You should see. I don't know if four was on three sixty. Oh, okay. You should check. Is that right? It's good. It's okay. very good. It's in uh, the Himalayas. Oh. So you're. It's all up and down. It's grappling hooks and grappling, like swinging across chasms. You can ride elephants. Cool. It's, yeah, and it's the same. It's Far Cry. Yeah. It's just running around doing fun stuff. I'm really enjoying Primal's outposts. Is that right? Because some of them are outpost outposts, like just like fenced in, yeah. buybacked, whatever. Some of them are caves. Some of them are multi-level caves. So there's like Whoa. a waterfall down. So I'm having to try and like pick out angles and stuff. And there's two. I've done both of the major forts now as okay. well. And those were just massive no and doubt. fun. Yeah. So I managed to take the second fort without an alarm and I was really happy with that. That is <laughs> impressive. Like yeah. half an hour or so and a lot of using my owl and jaguar who does not alert people. But sure. When, uh, my owl can now also drop uh, fire bombs, essentially clay pots with like animal fat burning. Okay, yeah. Uh, bees. Love the bees. Beads? Shall I yeah. Continue? Well, they they fall and yeah. then sure. send in the jaguar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and poison. Amazing. So it's just yeah, it's great. Uh, I will say that the sniper rifle proved really handy when because I, I discovered that if they there's it says you know if there's an animal in a cage if you shoot the cave or the cage yeah. the animal will get released and I was like yeah. there I took a few that way where it's just like I'm gonna shoot this thing 
and let it take out a bunch of guys, and then I'll come in and kind of deal with the rest. Yep. Um, and also, you talking about scouting it out and seeing if there's some sort of predatory animal and like trying to coax it to get into. I've done that a few times too, but I will say that having the sniper rifle and the bow has made me more lazy. And okay. so I do a lot more from afar, whereas before when I only had, you know, a, a pistol, assault like rifle, a assault and a, rifle. Yeah, a yeah. pistol and a gun or something, I had to be a lot stealthier and like really like find the ways to get separate the guys from each other and, and do that. Whereas so, now you're kind of just laying behind some trees waiting for them to walk out exactly, from behind Exactly, right, walk and, through my crosshairs. So I yeah. mean, I guess I could... It's still effective, though. It is. And I guess I could just put the sniper rifle away and go and try and take the fort or take the, the outpost the old-fashioned way, but... Second Island, guys have body armor. You'll be Oh, fine. God. Yeah. Well, and the heavies, too. Like, it took me a long time to figure out how to take one of those guys down. I actually had to look it up. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was just like, well, because I knew that eventually if I shot him enough, I would be... It's like, but I didn't realize that... I didn't get close enough to want to realize that he didn't have armor on the back. So as soon as he turned around, you can headshot him. I was like... Okay, so that's when the sniper rifle is really handy. Yes. And I just customize it so I can zoom in. And so now I can actually get a fairly close shot and be like, okay, now I know what I'm doing here. The so. heavy guys in, in Primal wear masks. And oh, they're okay. just bigger. Oh. It's just the bigger, tougher dudes sure. who wear masks. That makes sense. So when all you have is spear, bow, and club, yeah, mask is kind of effective. If I keep just hitting the mask, totally. okay, yeah. well, crap. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're... Uh... <laughs> Go get him, bear. Oh, God, that second island is going to kill me. It's And fun. there are moments where I've actually jumped because things have That's... scared me so much. Yep. Like, there was one, and we've, we talked about this before recording one day. Uh, I was taking an outpost, and I was going to go through the water... Because I was going to be seen, so I went. I was going to go down through the water so that I can go around to the fence. And then a damn crocodile or gator just jumped out of the water and killed me. It was like... Whoa! And I was—it was dark, and I—I I live alone, so it was quiet in my house. And all of a sudden, this thing came out of the water. I literally, like, like I think I swore, and like my heart was pounding. And there's been a few moments where something has happened that has actually made me jump. And I'm like, damn it! And that's a great game. It, yeah, absolutely. A, a game that can scare you. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So, I'm really, I'm really glad with the purchase. Like, it was definitely worth the twelve bucks. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Are you playing anything else, or is it mostly just Far Cry Primal? Right now, it's it's largely Far Cry Primal. Okay. Um, although I did play The Walking Dead, Telltale's The Walking Dead, Michonne. Okay. Which is like a narrative kind of. It's like a choose your own adventure game. Okay. Where there, scenes are playing out, and there's a few like quick time event action sequences, but a lot of it is just picking which conversational part. Oh, it's okay. like, are you going to be confrontational or sure. nice or whatever? Like and then when you, you play Civilization, you have a couple different options of what to say to Kind them. of like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Only it, this affects more than Civilization does. Sure. Civilization kind of affects, whereas this, the story will change or who survives, especially in Walking sure. Dead, yeah, yeah. will shift. Okay. And that's kind of, that's the fun of the games. Right. This was probably my least favorite of The Walking Deads. I've played all three. There's oh, okay. There's season one, season two, and then this is Michonne. I th- just this one was only about three hours long total. Oh, weird! And it was in that amount of time because they were introducing a whole bunch of new characters other than Michonne, because Michonne is from The Walking Dead. Okay. Um, this actually fills in a gap in the comic books. Oh, interesting. Which was nice. Yeah. But I don't really know much of any of the other characters, so I had right. no connection. Whereas in the other ones that were ten hours long, it's right. like okay, I'm invested in this. I've spent eight hours with this person. Right. 
I'm going to try and keep them alive. Sure. Well, crap. Yeah. Interesting. So that was, like, it was okay. Okay. I still enjoyed myself. Yeah. I think I got it on sale. It was like $3, so I'm not upset. Yeah. It's not like but, it's a, like you've spent $40 on this game. At most, I think the highest it ever was is 15 like when it first came sure. out. So it's just like, it was meant to be a much smaller thing. Yeah. I just think that because it was so short, the story kind of fell a little bit lacking. Okay. Where it's just like, okay, great. That's fair. I like Michonne. I know a lot about her from the comics and so, a little bit about the show, but eh. right. Uh, we haven't also spoken since I finished South Park. Oh, right. About gaming. There's a few other ones, little games like The Escapists, which is a, a little puzzle RPG. Okay. Uh, indie, like 8-bit kind of SNES stuff. Yeah. Where you're escaping prisons. Cool. So it's just, a, here's a prison, Here you have to learn the routine, and then you have to start figuring out, okay, can I tunnel at this one? Okay, oh, I have to start okay. building yeah, stuff yeah. to tunnel. Then you have to craft the stuff to tunnel, and then you try it, and cool. if you get caught, then everything resets, which is right. awful. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. That's, jumping back to Far Cry, that's, like, the best and the worst thing is, like, when you die trying to, at least you don't have to start back from, like, the outpost, or, like, from from a save point, you can start back from right before you start attacking the outpost, but it's, like, you get that one person and somehow, or, like, you know, he comes at you and you can't switch weapons fast enough and he kills you or they, they explode you or whatever, and you have that one person left and then you start over and then you have to tag all the guys again. It's just, like, oh, God. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so that that is rather frustrating. Everything yeah. restarting, but but, but South fun. Park, yeah. This but and then stick, stick of, of truth. truth, yeah. The fractured but whole is out next year. Right. Okay. Right. Right. It was uh, great. Yeah. What I saw was pretty unreal. Yeah. It's for South Park fans. Yeah. There's so much stuff in there. If you've watched the series the whole time, it's just like yeah, all of this is stuff that I know and I find funny. Sure. Getting that ma- that staff of major boobage made me so happy. <laughs> of course it did. Knowing your penchant for that that I episode, love that episode yeah. so much. <laughs> and I've also seen Heavy Metal and Heavy Metal Two Thousand. Sure, and all of those. Yeah. So yeah, but no, it was great. Like going from South Park animation and then going on a trip to Canada and it reverting to an eight bit RPG style for Canada. Yeah. was amazing. That's such a South Parky thing, South Parkian thing to do. Yeah, yeah. No, it was just it was so brilliant. Nice. Well, and what, like I said, what I saw looked so fun, and just you know, I'm I'm glad it lived up to everything that you were hoping it would be. Yeah, it's also on 360. Nice. Which means you should maybe be able to find it. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I might just start scouring eBay for games that I really want. Like be a good way to go. MLB 2K12. That'll be tough. Yeah. So <laughs> I, those are those are the tricky ones. Yeah. Like. Baseball games and stuff, but anyway. Uh, one last point on Far Cry. Okay. Considering we've talked about this for 20 minutes. I know. Are we going to do two sections, then an ad, and then two sections? Yeah. And we'll just do this Probably today? makes sense. Again, with yeah. our apologies, usually we would go with a second category because yeah. I know there are people who are, have asked us stuff, but... And we want to get to them, but just Sean's still on the mend and, and... Yeah. Yeah. And this is going to be a long one in and of itself, so... Seems like we're going to hit yeah. an hour, so let's um, just... I discovered, because, I mean, there are some animals that are easier to kill than others. Yeah. When a tiger's chasing you, that's terrifying. Yes, it is. And so when I discovered the easiest way to kill a tiger that's chasing you, besides, like, injecting yourself if you have an animal repellent, which yeah. works like a hot damn. Oh, yeah, it does. 
I, those are so useful. They are so Crash useful. the hell out of them. Yeah, when you're, like, when I was hunting, one of the hunter's quests was to kill four jaguars with a bow. I was like, a bow? Oh, yeah. Really? So it was like, animal repellents, get up too close to them and just bomb the shit, or <laughs> fire the shit out of them. Um, but I have, I there's a couple times where I had a tiger chasing me and I was like, oh god, oh god. So as I'm running away from I'm hoping that I can do it fast enough. I'm switching weapons and I went to a claymore mine and just set it and dropped it and just kept <laughs> running. All of a sudden he is kaboom! I turn around there's a dead tiger. It's like, perfect. Yep. And that's why Far Cry is amazing. Because yeah. you just try stuff like that and it works. <laughs> and it's ridiculous. Yeah. I wonder if this will bang! Excellent. Just wait until you get to go elephant hunting from a helicopter in four. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm going to look in. I hope this is on it. I hope it is. I think it was. It was around the right time to sure. be able to Kind be. of the tail end of 360, right around that transition time. Yeah. I'll have a look. Sadly, Primal isn't. No, that's oh, man. okay. Well, this won't be the last time I own a video game system. It's true. So, you know, when the next PlayStation comes out, then I'll get an old PlayStation. That <laughs> seems to be the way it goes. So. <laughs> well, and then... You can borrow a few things. I actually have Primal on disc, so you could borrow that. Yes. Perfect. Awesome. Okay. okay. I think that's good game-wise. We, we covered a lot of playing today. Yeah. I've obviously had to skip a few things, but that's fine. A lot of free games. Oh, Because gotcha. there's a free game every month, right? Well, or and two. I mean, usually you have to take up the slack on this one. Yeah. Because I'm like, so I, I was prepared for that. softball. But as you're playing Far Cry... We could just talk pretty, about Mark Wright. Pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. I have to say, riding a saber-toothed tiger with a sp- like and hurling spears through masks and ha- watching them shatter, and then my the tiger like leaping on somebody and ripping their throat out while I'm like rotating it. Th- like there's there's a lot about Far Cry Primal that I kind of miss from four, right? And that sort of stuff. There's a few things that obviously can't be there because it's not modern. Sure, but oh man. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty satisfying. <laughs> I, I, I would expect as much. Yeah. So what have you been reading lately? It. I'm reading it. And I think when we... We made a joke the, when we did this in September. Yeah. I was like, by the time... Because I, I, I hadn't started it yet, but I was you were just going about to. Because I yeah. was just finishing... I think I was just reading Wave at that point. I think so. Yeah. Um... And I was like, I'm reading it, but I will probably be reading it by the time we roll around to November because it's 1,090 pages long. Yeah. Um, just with with the fact that they are making the movie again and it had been, I think I talked about this the last time we did it, but the, I've read two nonfictions and right. so I just wanted something different. And That's fair. it had been almost a decade since I've read it, since I read it the, the first time. Yeah. So I was like, okay, now seems like the right time to do it and... I'm still enjoying it just as much as I did the first time, but there are times where I'm just like, yeah, it is a, lo- a little long-winded. There are some of his his other novels that, while long, everything needs to be there, where, like, The Shining, I don't think... The Shining's not long. No, and it's not, like, you're not missing anything, or you're not adding anything extra, whereas this one, like, it's really good, but there's a lot of stuff where I'm like, yeah, that... That explanation has gone on a little long. You could probably just. But that said, I'm still. I love the way he's jumping. He jumps back and forth between past and present, and and uh, like he writes horror so well, so well. (laughs) Newsflash, listeners: Stephen King, good at writing horror. You heard it here first, guys. (laughs) 
Uh, so it's been it's been really fun to reread, and I'm hoping like I've got a ton of time in my between traveling Wednesday and traveling Sunday. Yeah, that like I should be able to kill a, a good bunch of, of a bunch. I, I'm like a, I would say a third to two fifths of the way through. Okay. Um. So I'm I'm almost Getting at half there. point, but you know, and there's some nights where I will just I'll be. Now that I'm playing Far Cry 3, it's like, I'll play that instead of reading at night. So, like, once I started playing Far Cry, I didn't start, I wasn't reading every night. So, I'm trying to find that balance. But uh, I can't play video games while I'm gone. So, I will do a lot of reading. And I have, like, a four-hour layover in Seattle. Yeah. And you can only spend so long in a Seattle airport. Like, there's cool stuff there. Yes. I will go and spend a lot of time, like analyze the crap out of the Pearl Jam poster exhibit and I will spend an hour both directions in the Sub Pop store but but beyond that I'm happy just sitting in a restaurant eating oysters and drinking beer and reading it there you go until I have to go on my plane so yeah then do you not read on the plane too a bit or I might I've also got my I'll bring my iPad with me and it's got some some movies on it and stuff like that so I'm just I'm spending a lot of time traveling like I have two layovers both directions just because that was that kind was of the way, way it the way it worked and so I'm I fly from Calgary to Vancouver tomorrow at like 10:30 and then Vancouver to Seattle is pretty quick and then I then I sit and wait for 3 or 4 hours in Vancouver in Seattle yeah. before San Francisco and it's basically the same but the opposite direction on the way home gotcha so I've, it's that's a, a s- full day of travel both directions and that's trusting there's no delays exactly. and that's trusting there's no weather and that's yeah. trusting like yeah yeah so I'm just I, as long as I'm home at some point on Sunday night so I can work Monday, that's all that matters. Perfect. Tomorrow, like, I need, I would like to be there for Thursday because I book tickets for Alcatraz. Right. But if I'm, if I'm not, it's not like I'm missing the concert. Yeah, so, that's fair. Anyway, yeah, so I'll, I'll do a bunch of reading tomorrow. Like, and I probably will read on the plane some, but I'll also probably nap on the plane because, you know, I can. You're one of the people who can? Yeah, that's exactly. Awesome. Yeah. I am not. No? It sucks. Well, that is... Except... When I was doing those, that uh, Toronto and yeah. Calgary, Toronto and Calgary yeah. in 36 hours. At a certain point, the exhaustion just kind of like, yeah. I just kind of passed out. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not a good sleeper on planes. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. Anyway, the cool thing about it is like, I'm reading, as I read it, uh, there are parts that are like I'm reading it for the first time, but then there's parts I'm like, oh yeah, and then this happens. And th- I feel like that'd be the same when I play Far Cry 3 again. It'd be like, oh yeah, and then this and this and this. But like, yeah. Despite the fact that it's been almost a decade, there are, I guess it made enough of an impact that I'm, I'm, it's, it's you're still remembering some of the set pieces, yeah. whereas the minute to minute stuff, you're like, yeah, oh, this is all new to me. I'll write this. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, there was, there are parts about each time the one of the kids sees Pennywise in their own projection of what is most scary to them. Right. There are some where I'm like, oh yeah, I totally remember how this goes. And there's some like, oh yeah, the mummy, or the, the, the werewolf in the basement. Yeah. The, like, yeah, okay, cool. Everyone always remembers that. the clown and yeah. the spider. Yeah. That's probably about it. Yeah. No, yeah. It's but like, there's more. Oh, there's definitely more. Yeah. So it's been, it's been fun reacquainting myself with that book. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. What are you reading, Sean? News, 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 and more news lately. I, Especially and through why? October. Why? Why would you be reading a lot of news lately? Partially election stuff. Yeah, but also sports news. Sure. I've just I've really been enjoying reading about the Cubs yeah. and Cubs history and all of that sort of stuff for baseball and NFL yeah. stuff. And 
a little bit of hockey stuff, like, and a lot of Liverpool things, just okay. because we're doing well. So a lot of people are like, "Oh, remember this season?" I'm like, "No, I would have been negative eight. Right. What's that about?" And then they'll send me stuff, and oh, I was cool. just like, "Oh, so I've been reading a lot of that." Yeah. That's more recently. Okay. Um, I read before Halloween a lot in October, a lot of H.P. Lovecraft. I had mentioned that before yeah. that I'm working yeah. through his complete works. I even went back and reread some of my favorites around Halloween, just Excellent. because it's just. It's really good, creepy stuff. Sure. I like H.P. Lovecraft a lot. Have you read any of it? No. Fair enough. Do you have a Kindle? No. But you have an iPad. I do. So you could get the Kindle app. Yes. And then get the free complete works of H.P. Lovecraft if you wanted them. Probably. Yes. Interesting. Uh, Comic book wise, uh, Doctor Strange, new Doctor Strange. Sure. In anticipation of the movie, which I was totally going to go see, and then I got super sick. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't. were talking about how excited you were to, like, finally see a movie in the theater that you really wanted to see. Sick. God damn it. Hopefully soon. Hopefully yeah. I can see it before it goes out. It uh, did pretty well at the box office. Yeah, and it's supposed to be really good, which makes me really happy because I love Doctor Strange. Yeah. I've also been reading Black Widow and some X-Men stuff. Okay. Um, I've moved on from doing my reading the backlog to mm. what's now. So sure. I've been reading, like, as they come out. Here's this month's issue, and then I read that. Okay. Month. So that's been really enjoyable. And I finished 20th Century Boys. Oh, you did? I, yeah. Okay. Which I had mentioned I had started in the last one. Yeah. I am now done all 22 books. Wow. Yeah. That it was, is... It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's an undertaking. Yeah, it is. But worth it, apparently. It was. It awesome. was very, very good. It kept shifting in weird ways that I didn't expect. And I okay. really enjoyed that. Nice. I don't know that you would ever read it, but you might right. at some point. But like, it, there would be a massive time jump okay. at some point, And then you'd start catching up with everybody. Or we'd switch continents. And then there's just a book on a different continent. Oh, weird. Because all of it was mostly in Japan. Okay. But then... Now here's this guy in America driving across America, and I'm like, "But that's completely okay. Whatever, let's go with this." Cool. So no, it was it was very good. Nice. Do you kind of remember what it was? Vaguely, there's a like a conspiracy theory. It's like Stand by Me mixed with a conspiracy theory, where there's a giant robot that sprays out like a disease right, okay. to try. It's like a cult is trying to take over the world by using a disease to thin out people and right. to seize more power and that sort of stuff. Okay. And so it's there's a group of 12 friends and you're they're trying to figure out which one of them is the bad guy. Oh. So they're having to try and remember stuff that happened in the 70s, but it's the turn of the century, so they're like Whoa. they've all moved on and a lot of the stuff that's actually happening was in a book of prophecy which they all wrote down in their secret fort when they were like 10. Cool. So that that was the secret plan to take over the world was made by them when they're 10, but now one of them is executing it, and it's actually working. Whoa. <laughs> so they're trying to figure out which one of us is it, and then it shifts to after it's successful. That's not a spoiler. Like, it's actually successful, and okay. there's still, like, two-thirds of the series left. Oh. Wow. <laughs> so then you're trying to figure out who lived and what went through, and, like, it was just, yeah. Cool. It was great. Very cool. And it's Japanese? Yes. So is it manga? Yes. Okay. Very cool. So that's that makes it a little easier at 22 books, but sure. it is still like 22, 250-page books. Sure. And it's a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's so, a lot to take in. Yeah. Well, I feel like with comics, 
like with words you can skim them and like absorb what you want to is with with books you have to kind of see the people like you have to it's not just about the words it's about the picture too yeah and so it and especially in this one as well because it's like that guy kind of looks like this kid right and then you start flipping back and right like, kind of okay yeah maybe was that him then he flipped back and then yeah so it was cool because I was trying to figure out which one it was the right. whole time until we find out, right? And were you right? No, oh. I was not, which was very satisfying. Yeah, totally. I like that. When you guess something and then it's not the way it is because they've thrown you for a loop or you've missed something or yeah. like, yeah. And it was, I missed something. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Interesting. I misinterpreted and missed something. And it was just like, oh, okay. But it wasn't like a, it was just little visual clues. Right. Cool. Just missed it. Nice. So yeah, that nice. Was really good. Very cool. Uh yeah, we're at half an hour. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna get a second thing in. Also, we're catching up and we're talking more. Yeah. About the stuff that we've been up to. Yeah. Just as kind of like a promotional thing. Basically. For, hey guys, check out all of the stuff all the we're doing because it's kind of great. Yeah. So the other two categories of things that we have been up to is brought to you by the fine people at Rocky's Goonatorium. You know, Dave, there are a variety of situations where a Facebook notification or email just won't do. Nothing has the same appeal, personal touch, nor the same memorability as hired goons. Hired goons? Rocky's Goonatorium has been operating since 1928 and has provided quality and effective service that only strong lineage goons can provide. Rocky's Goonatorium, gooning for you has been great, since Calvin Coolidge was stumping at your gate. Now we're back. And we're back. Oh yeah, I guess it's me. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about listening now? Yes. We always end with watching. We always end with watching because it's what the, we longest. the longest. Which well, that's boding well for today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, um, in preparation for this week's concert i've been listening to temple of the dog almost on repeat fair enough um but before that uh my friend jake gave me a really good suggestion for a new uh podcast okay uh have you listened to hardcore history i have bits and pieces yep it's really good it's intensive it really is the thing for me with podcasts is i usually have them for when i'm doing other things sure like i'm out hiking and up a trail or something or right. like I'm cleaning yeah and I find hardcore history I almost have to sit down and listen to what he's saying because there's so much I listen to it when I'm driving to and from Red Deer okay yeah or when I'm walking when I'm on my way to work and I'm I'm taking the bus I'll, I'll listen to it when I leave the house so then it's things that I don't obviously I need to concentrate when I'm driving but I'm not like Looking at the scenery, I'm lit. I'm looking at the road, and so I can listen to what he's saying. It's like it's like he's sitting in the car with you, reading this. Exactly. Yeah. And it's long, so I mean, like, oh, man, I, I started, and and I think you could. There are earlier episodes that I can get, but I started with episode fifty or fifty-one at the beginning of Blueprint for Armageddon. Okay. Which is six episodes of him talking about the First World War. Oh, cool. Yeah. So he basically posits that the man. And I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but the man who shot Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Oh, right. Yeah, it's been I learned so long. it. Yeah, I learned it in in history class, and then I learned it at the beginning of these episodes. But I can't remember to retain that now. Yeah, 
Anyway, uh, he basically says, like, all the events of the 20th century, including, like, global terrorism, could almost be traced back to this guy. Like, just because, like, that is what propelled us into the First World War and the technological changes that happened during that war. It was really interesting, and, like, how you could almost consider that the first act of terror. And, like, all these different things. I was just like, whoa. And so that was kind of a mind-blowing moment, but... Uh, so, so Jake told me about this. I'm like, okay, I'll give it a listen. But Carlin is such a good storyteller. Yeah, that helps. That it makes me want to listen to more of his stuff. And so I'm, I think I just finished my third episode of six of of Blueprint for Armageddon. And we've just, I think we're still in 1915. Yep. So like Italy has just entered the war. Like there's a little thing and I'm just like... Okay, well, whatever. I'm I'm in, and yeah, all, and some of the stories I know, like he talks about the the Christmas Entente in 1914. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and he talks about like the first usage of gas at the Eeps and and like all these different things. And so there's some things that I know, but there's a lot of things that he gets into so thoroughly that I'm learning for the first time. Like I I knew what the Schlieffen plan was about, like coming into to France through Belgium. Yep. But I didn't realize how much the Belgians resisted and how much they tried to to stop while waiting for the French and the British to kind of get their wits about them and get there to help them out. And Yeah, no, it was. You don't ever really learn about that and when we're doing it because you're basically getting to the Canadian involvement. Exactly, right? yeah. But no, Belgium did resist hard. Yeah, and like for a while it was... Like, they were... The Belgians were holding them back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you think about... And so, yeah, it's just really interesting hearing about all these different stories that I I I knew some of them, but not all of them. And so it's kind of cool getting more of a perspective. Right. And because the states haven't entered the war, he can't talk about... And I don't think... He likes history. He doesn't seem like a, like, oh, USA, USA. It's like, he appreciates the story. Right. And so I, like... Once the U.S. will come in, I'm sure he'll talk a lot about that because they were such a major proponent in finishing in the war. finishing the war. Yeah, but he's not rushing to get to that. Right. He's talking about what he wants to talk about, and it's really, really interesting. Yeah. So I'm really enjoying it. Cool. Um. So yeah, it's episode three, and I I figure once I'm done those six episodes, I'll probably just kind of bum around and see what else he's got. And yeah, it's really good stuff to listen to while I'm driving. So cool. Yeah. Yeah, and also I just revisited Pearl Jam Live in Bonnaroo because it's one of my favorite Pearl Jam Live shows, and there you, yeah. I haven't talked about Pearl Jam for a while, so whoa, I know, whoa, felt like I should get that out of my system. Okay, yeah. Hey, Sean, what do you listen to? Podcast wise, uh, I am almost completely caught up on You Must Remember This, which I've talked about before. That is the yep. film history one, right? Okay, and it's awesome. I. It's been amazing. I have enjoyed myself so much going through this entire... Like, I started at her episode one, and I have gone all the way through. Cool. So, I'm not even sure where I'm at. Like, 80-something now? Yeah, it was about, like... That's about film history, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. I remember you talking about that, because there was one in particular that you said that I would really enjoy. Or maybe just the podcast in general. Just the podcast in general, probably. But, yeah. Star Wars might have been what I was talking about. The Hollywood during World War II. Okay, right, right. Not specifically Star Wars. I was like, Because she's like, there's kind of a conflict of interest because her partner is Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson? Directing the Star Wars movie. Oh, So okay. there's, it's just like, to talk about Star Wars might be kind of weird, but sure. Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, okay. 
Okay. So you hear about the Hollywood Canteen and like Jimmy Stewart and yeah. all of the war folks. Great. Uh, the Blacklist episode was amazing. Oh, no Episodes. Doubt. There were 16 of them. Oh, wow. Oh, it's thorough. No doubt. <laughs> I know way more about the Blacklist. And now we're it's a six-part kind of respite. This was the summer series from this summer. Okay. Uh, and it's Six Degrees of Joan Crawford. So it's just learning about Joan Crawford. Great. It's been enjoyable so far. Cool. Um, I've also been... I listened to a ton of podcasts. Sure. I usually cut it down. But because I've mentioned, you must remember this before, I thought I'd give a shout out to 538 Elections. Okay. Nate Silvers. I've shown you 538 yeah. Yeah. because they do amazing baseball statistics and mm-hmm. coverage of NFL stuff. And they do all that. But they are, at their core, politics reporters. Right. So they have been doing, for weeks, daily podcasts oh wow on the election so like every day here's a couple of our writers and one of the hosts and they just well for 45 minutes or so just cover everything that's been going on wow like okay. here's where our model is here's what we're prediction wise here's the latest story here's yeah. how we think that'll affect here's a ballot initiative here's all that sort of stuff cool so it was it was very interesting yeah i very much enjoyed it excellent so yeah okay music wise tuesday tunes throwback tracks sure i'm doing that yeah more often than not I've really been going back and listening to the playlists lately, uh, specifically specifically because I know I have that top songs of the year thing coming. Oh right, right. So I'm I'm starting to kind of go back and just re-listen to the stuff that I found in February and right, March right. and that sort of thing on top of the new stuff that's coming out every mm-hmm. Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, I also have found that I've gone back to Oasis. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I forgot how much I like Oasis. I was yeah. just like, why not? Yeah. They, uh, those Gallagher brothers, they, they know what they're doing. Like, there's something, like, they don't need a lot to their band. No. Like, how many people, you know, you, you have an acoustic guitar at a party or something, and somebody will pick it up and start playing Wonderwall, because you literally need an acoustic guitar to play that song. Yep. Now, there's more to it than that, but that at, at its core, that's really what you need. And that's... Pretty much it. That says something about a band when you can have... You know, when when you can have that much success with that that little effort, I guess. I don't want to yeah. say that it doesn't create. A, it's not effort. Like to do something that well takes. Uh, it's very good. simple. Yes, it's, it's a simple construction of a very good song, and they mm-hmm. do a lot of that. But and they've just kind of moved through genres and yeah. that sort of stuff. So I went like first album before Morning Glory, right? Or what's the story, Morning yeah. Glory? But still. And then also grabbed What's the Story Morning Glory, which I hadn't listened to in since high school, right. maybe from top to bottom. So, yeah, that cool. was in the last week or so, sure. which is yeah, why yeah. I thought I'd just bring it up as something specific. Right. Rather than the, here's the four artists that are coming out this week, and I listened to this album and this album. So, right. Yeah. No, yeah. that makes sense. Cool. <sighs> okay. Okay. We act like we don't enjoy this part. I know. It's just, it's the biggest one. It is the biggest one. Uh, do you want to start with what we've been watching, or do you want me to start with what I've been watching? Go for it. Okay. Brace yourselves, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Television-wise, the biggest things, a couple of anime series, I finished Everything Becomes F, The Perfect Insider. Okay. Um, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. It's a locked room mystery, but done in a modern setting. Cool. So, and it's twisty. It was only 12 episodes basically what happened uh a girl murdered her parents and then was locked away 
in like a science lab. She's a like a beyond genius when it comes to technology. Okay. So instead of prison, they imprisoned her in somewhere where she could continue working. Okay. Um, and she is killed inside of a room that no one has been inside or out of in the past 15 years. Wow. So it's a lot like a traditional locked room mystery. Yeah. And so it's just the process of them figuring out what happened. Cool. It was really, really good. Hyper stylized. Very fun. The other one I've just started watching, and by just started I mean probably start of October and I've been picking away at, is Psychopaths. Uh, it's kind of like a minority report okay. sort of idea where there's a big overarching mystery, but then there's like cases episode by episode where mm-hmm. you'll solve one for two episodes and then there's three episodes here that does another. Okay, yeah. Um, and it's future crime. Everything is determined by your hue, basically your oh. how you are... How your mind is acting, like how you are acting, gives you a coefficient of criminality. So, like, a computer will scan you, and if you have higher coefficients, the gun will change from, like, stun to execute to, like, and it's just... Whoa! Yeah! Okay. And so there's there are investigators, and then investigators have essentially hounds, people who have high crime coefficients, who can think like a criminal to help stop criminals. Okay. It's, crazy. it's really neat. Yeah. I've enjoyed it a lot. Nice. And then the main TV thing outside of sports, obviously I'm figuring you might mention some sports stuff more than I would, especially at this time of year, is Westworld. I haven't started it yet. It's so good. Yeah? Yeah. It's, it just keeps getting PVR'd, and so it's going to be one of those things where once I have some time, I'm going to watch the first episode and just be like, okay, and binge. Yep. I caught up yesterday. Okay. I was a couple of weeks behind, yeah. so I am now completely caught up. Okay. It's good. Yeah? It's so good. Worth... I love it. Okay, great. Um, and you'll know as soon as I start watching it, because you'll be getting text messages. And, like, my favorite thing about when I start watching a show that you've told me to watch that you're ahead of me on is I'll just start, like, sending you vague things about it. Yep. And not necessarily, like, even, hey, I'm watching this. It'll be something that, like, a plot point in the show. And you'll be like, oh, you're watching this now. <laughs> yep. Excellent. I think I did it with uh, with Narcos last season. You did? Um, and Stranger Things when yes. that, when I was watching that. And I was just like, yeah. Yep. And Rashomon. You didn't tell me you were watching Rashomon. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> and you sent me a question. And I'm like, what is this? Oh, he's watching Rashomon. I understand where he's coming from now. Oh, yeah. You're right. The narrator is dead. <laughs> Oh god! So am I doing TV now, and then we'll. If you want, okay. I was ju- I just started there because that's the shorter of the two sure. sections of watching. Yeah. Okay. Well, I haven't been watching a lot of TV shows. Okay. Um, oh, Archer! Oh. I'm almost caught up on Archer. Nice. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um. Mostly because there's been a lot of sports on. Fair. Particularly baseball playoffs. I watched. A lot of baseball playoffs. I watched from the end of the fourth to the end of Game 7, and that was pretty much it. Is that right? I Bits and pieces, like a half inning here, an inning there. Right. But I didn't sit down and actually watch a game right. until Game 7. Okay. And I was just like, nope, one of them is going to win. I have nothing I have to do. I was also feeling better. Baseball's not easy to watch when you're in a sure. consciousness. Yeah. So... It is and it isn't. I mean... If I'm wanting to nap, it's great. Okay, yeah. But if I actually want to focus on and watch... Then yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's, yeah okay. Yeah. April baseball is really good to nap to. Yeah. I hate falling asleep. Like, if, I, if, I'm, if I've if i worked a long day and I'm watching a ball game and all of a sudden it's the seventh inning, I'm like, what happened? I don't love <laughs> that. 
Um, well, it's still nothing, nothing, because you're watching the Reds <laughs> play the Brewers, because it's April baseball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I watched, I think, all the Red Sox three games. That was... But, I mean, the Blue Jays encountered the same team. Like, yeah. I was not expecting that from Cleveland. Especially with the injuries they had. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was texting my friend Jake about, because he's a big Cleveland fan, and so in that first series, I was talking smack to him, and I was like, you know, oh, we get you back to, to Fenway, we... Like all kinds of of smack to him, but it's partially because of their injuries. But they just like Kluber was a machine, yeah. And Bauer did us in. I mean, our our bats, the Red Sox bats, didn't help give us like they didn't do us any favors. But no. but then Toronto encountered basically the exact same thing in the ALCS. Yep. And first four games of the. World Series. Cubs yeah. encountered a lot of the same thing, but Absolutely. then something clicked and they became the Cubs again, and it's just like, okay. And my God, that World Series was so good. Game 7 was great. Yeah. I'm very happy I watched it. I still find the sport too slow. Sure. Especially playoff base. Like, there were, not to complain too much about it, because especially the World Series, I at least had a good time through yeah. all of that. Yeah. But there was that, like, giant Dodger series with the five pitching changes in an inning where it's just, okay, I get it. You're trying to win, but this inning has now been an hour, and I don't effing care well, anymore. Well, and they, they go to commercial after every, every pitching, pitching change. change. And so, you know, Because guy- he's got to warm up, and I get that, because the new pitcher coming in has to be on the mound, and he gets, what, 15, 20 pitches? Something like that. So, fine. Yeah, but I, I do agree. Like, there, <sighs> it was three and what was it three and three quarter hour average for a playoff game that's 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 too that's much. too much one well, especially it's like you bring him in for one hit. batter and sometimes it was two pitches yeah and it's like okay you're out i'm yeah. gonna go do something else cause... absolutely and, and in that sense it is massively frustrating and it's like i think if you were at the game it would be different because there's other things hanging out keep, yeah. people are around me we're talking I, programs maybe someone's teaching me how to keep score totally Great. yeah like there's there's beer to be ha- well i guess there's beer but like it's an it's a it's an atmosphere it's, it's different the same than, reason why yeah. i think that being at a basketball game would be more fun than watching basketball on tv yeah although because i did play basketball i can i appreciate it sure more. But yeah, being but like, at live basketball is way better. Even than TV. when I worked the Raptors game back in September when they were doing the preseason tour across, like when they played here against the Nuggets, Nuggets. yeah, it was fun and like I was yeah. working, but the like the crowd was into it right until the end, and it was a great game. Like I think it ended like there was a two point differential or something like that, and it was a really fun game. So I appreciated how what the energy was like. Yeah, um, so I think that would be different in, in baseball, but I think. I, I do agree. There were some of it is wildly frustrating, but like, and I, I I hate myself for admitting this, but National League ball is so much more fun because of yeah. all the strategic management that goes on. Like, it is. There was a couple times where it's like you know, I can't remember who was coming up. Like it might have been Jake Arrieta or something, and so whoever like the Dodgers, they they intentionally walked the pitcher, or they intentionally walked the, to get to the pitcher to get to the pitcher, and then. Then then they brought in the guy who hit the that grand slam and like the pinch hit grand slam and it was just unbelievable. So things like that, it's just like what? Yeah. And so it's really cool when you see things like that. And and anyway, the I, I really enjoyed what I saw of the World Series. <clears throat> I was at a show on Game Seven, so that was. I, yeah, I remember you went dark. Yeah, I went airplane mode, Twitter, like <laughs> everything. I was just like, I am not 
letting anybody ruin this for me. So yeah. by the time I got back, I fast forwarded through all the outs. But I, I like anytime I saw a new guy on base, I would rewind and see what happened. So I okay. got to see all the like I got to see David Ross take the ball off the head and have the guy score from third and second. Yep. And like all those things that made that game what it was. Yeah. I wish I would have been able to watch it start to finish live because it was an incredible baseball game, but I'm happy I was able to at least see all the major things that happened. Yeah. And then uh, and then I caught from the 10th inning. I caught the 10th inning Oh, live. so you got to watch that. So live. I watched yeah. them win it live, which was just... Awesome. Amazing. Um, Bill Murray's face, man. It's just like so many people would never think that would have happened. Yeah. Uh. It was so cool. So I watched a lot of, a lot of playoff baseball, but football's happening and Tom's yep. back and so I've been you know how are you feeling about NFL this year cuz I'm a little bored I think a lot of people are I think their ratings are down they are substantially like 30% in some cases yes yeah. uh I don't know what what do you think that 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 is it feels slower yeah there are more penalties way more penalties one well, I know there've been a lot of complaints about officiating this year like it's just Man, like the, the game yesterday, there's weird calls and then standing over top of the ball while the clock's running. You're not letting a play get off. It's just every game I've watched, and some of the games I've been watching have been boring. Yeah. Well, I mean... Lest we forget the 6-6 Sunday night football tie. Now, I was going to say that overtime was wild. Like, for a 6-6 tie... Sure. But... But we I, had to get there. Well, and that's the thing. Like, there was... Two field goals scored in 60 minutes of football. Yeah. Now, granted, like, uh, Seattle yesterday had a little bit more of offensive thrust, but at the same time, like, that's... They they also have had a few games this season where they've had... They've scored barely more than a, a field goal. Like, I think they lost 6-3 against L.A. in the their, in LA's home opener. 10-6. Yeah. Like... Pittsburgh punted eight times in the first half on Sunday. Did they? Yeah. So was that better defense or worse offense? Or Both. Like, and penalties because it was a pile of penalties. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. It just, it feels so slow. And the worst part was, because I am a Steelers fan, yeah. always will be, but Liverpool played before. Right. And I watched that before the Steeler game. Liverpool won 6-1. Action doesn't stop in football. No. It footy. Like it doesn't stop. It just it goes yeah. until the game is over. Yeah. Well, halftime, yes. But sure. there's no breaks in play other than like a foul, but you're just you're stepping up to the ball, you're watching the planning and it goes. Yeah. That Steeler game, I after every punt and there were five three and outs, commercials. Yeah. Every single time. So it felt so much longer than it probably was because and again, because we're in Canada, it's Canadian commercials. Yeah. So it's the same commercial. We're getting every GMC third commercial break for again yeah. and again and again. Yeah. So I actually turned it away. Yeah. And I went and I watched Philadelphia and New York because that was a better game. It was a. I enjoyed that game. And it felt like it was actually moving. Yeah. And I like defensive football. Sure. I do. I'm a Steeler fan. Yeah. Of course, well, I like defensive football. Wrong with a good defense, it's just. At a certain point, when I've seen the same commercial for the fifteenth yeah. time, because this is the eighth, like the eighth punt in the first quarter, I don't care anymore. I, I oh, good agree. another holding penalty. I guess. Oh, we're gonna go to break because somebody twisted their ankle yeah. after that holding penalty. Well, and it's so even if it's not a three and out, so it's they they 
Well, I guess it depends. But even, okay, so say it's a, a quick, you know, in the um, in the Giants-Eagles game, right at the beginning, I think they punted, and then the next two series, Carson Wentz was picked off yeah. in really good field position. And so it took two, maybe three plays for Eli to toss in touchdowns on both those turnovers. Yep. So really fast series, but it was like, pick, go to commercial. Touchdown, go to commercial. Kickoff, go to commercial. Yeah. That's the one that kills me. Is it's like, okay, there's been a touchdown, so now we're going to go to commercial. Fine. Then it's kickoff. Well, now we got to go to commercial. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. It drives me crazy. All, like... Kickoff, commercial, and then first play, holding. Yeah. Second play, three-yard pass. Third play, injury, commercial. Yeah. It just... It is... It Really? It has been kind of frustrating, and I found myself... Not necessarily just, like, I might just turn off football because I'm like, oh, I don't really care about these games, and I'd rather... I'm starting to read, or, like, I've got board games and stuff on my iPad, or start, like, looking over writing some stuff, and I'll look up when things happen. But this is, it's a sport I love, but this year has been bad. Yeah, it's been, I don't know what the... They have to cut the commercials down. Put ads on the jerseys. I don't care. Yeah. Footy has it. Liverpool's got a bank logo on yeah. their chests at all times. Fine. I don't care. Yeah. Just do something. Or, like, uh, yeah. It's been... It's too much. Yeah. Commercials are ruining the, that game, at least. And God God bless hockey, because they have commercials at, like, the 10-minute mark and the 5-minute mark. And that's... Co- yeah. Like, they have... It's not every time there's a whistle or every time there's a goal. And, in fact, like, if there's an icing, they postpone that whistle... The commercial. Or the, yeah, they yeah. postpone the commercial until the next whistle because... The next natural whistle, yeah. which is non-icing, because they don't want to give an advantage. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not going to, like, if, if the commercial break would usually fall at 10 minutes, they're not going to take a commercial break at the it, during a, a power play. Like, there are times when they will not go to commercial. It's be- like they want the sport to be entertaining. Yeah, exactly. Could you imagine hockey if there was a commercial after every goal? Oh, my God. When... Like that ten nothing. I was Columbus, just going to say Montreal when game. It's just like oh, it's routed the the Habs. Yeah, why are we here still? Yeah, yeah, it would be like a Penguin five four win or something like that. Yeah. Now, I understand. Like during the intermission, they go to a bunch of commercials, which I don't care. It's like, intermission. It's intermission. That's what intermission's for. Halftime in football. Yeah. It's ninety percent commercials. Exactly. Fine. I don't care. It's during the action where I want to see the sport that I have issues. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, we're fine for time. Oh, yeah, we might not we get hit... a full podcast. Uh, the other thing I've been watching is when I've been cooking and stuff, I'd like to have something that I've seen a ton of times. So I'm, I'm once again churning through Arrested Development. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Because it's on Netflix, and why the hell not? Are you going to watch the Netflix season? I probably will. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but it's yeah. been a while since I have, so I probably will So maybe going. this time? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's the other show I've been watching. Okay. Yeah. We'll go a little fast. Er. Yeah. You also haven't seen any of these for the most part. Maybe some. Yeah, we'll see. So the first one, why don't we talk about the one I know you've seen, Lobster. Oh my god. The Lobster, which was from my movie preview, which was one I was excited about, which I showed Dave for the movie preview. And I was excited about, we've been really excited about this movie all year. Yep. And it came 
to how did you see it? Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. It came to Netflix. I actually rented it for a dollar off yeah. of iTunes. Because I think I think it had just like because you rented it on iTunes and I think it came on Netflix after the you next would, week. Yeah. Because yeah. you were like, oh yeah, it's a dollar for the rest of you know, and you have it for a month or something, but you have to buy it within the next couple days. And it's like okay, and then like the next day I was flipping through, was like it's on Netflix. Yeah. So yeah, I I watched that. It was. It was so good. It was so good. It was, it was so weird. Oh, it was definitely weird, but I know it's going to make my top ten of the year. Well, and we knew it was going to be weird. Like, the yeah. concept itself is it, – it, it is weird enough unto itself, but it was just like – it took this concept that I knew was happening, and then the second half was something I was not expecting. Right. <clears throat> and so that's what I found weird. It was like, okay, we have this weird movie, and then it got even weirder. Yeah, it did kind of. But it was – it was so good. It was really well acted. Yeah. I liked everybody in it. All of those weird classes they had to take at the hotel about, like, why it's better to be in a couple than it is to be just one person. Yeah. So weird. Like, the the one guy who was choking and, like, when the guy was, like, basically raping, quote, unquote, because he was pretending to do it because it was a class. But, like, why it's not good to be alone. And, like, the guy, like, he was just kind of, like, standing there thrusting. And it was just like, this is so strange. It's so weird. Everyone's and, so stone-faced. Yeah. And, the de- and they, they applaud for them after because <laughs> they're acting, I guess. And yeah. The dance and the, like, just... Yeah, I know. There's so many things I want to talk about, but I don't want to spoil this movie for our listeners. So basically what I think it is is we'll have to be asked. If we're asked to talk about The Lobster, sure, we will do like a spoiler section. We'll do like a half-hour spoiler cast on The Lobster. Sure, great. Because there are so many things that we could talk about, but I don't want and to. And we want to talk about it, yeah. but we shouldn't. Especially because it's just so recently out. Yeah. If we were talking about a movie that came out 20 years ago, that's one thing. But Exactly. But it, it This is a 2016 movie. I know it says 2015 on IMDb, but that was just a festival. It's a 2016 release. Yeah. So we're counting it as 2016. So yes, it's new enough that I don't feel right being no. like, oh man, and then John C. Riley does this, yeah. and then the thing with the stabbing. Yeah. And yeah. It's uh, it's definitely worth checking out. It's definitely surreal, and but it's, and it, like, there's muted colors, like, there's, it's can we talk can we explain what the concept is yeah it's in the trailer okay yeah okay so it's kind of like a futuristic world where you have to be in a couple yeah and so like in in at the, right at the beginning Colin Farrell's wife leaves him for another couple like for another man right and so he has to go to this hotel to find somebody new yeah and he has 45 days to do so and if not he is turned into an animal of his choice yeah and released into the woods. Yeah. And so he picks lobster for various reasons. Yeah. But... Because they're blue-blooded like aristocrats. Yeah. I howled at that. Like, it's just... It's and like, his, wow. his delivery is just spot on. This is one of his best movies, I think. Yeah. This, like, this is in Bruges territory for a Colin Farrell performance. Absolutely. I don't want to say the lobster is like in Bruges because it's not. It's no, a very no, no. different movie. <laughs> yes. Completely different movie. But as far as how good Colin Farrell is, yes. that's a comparison. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just he's so deadpan and stoic and just, yeah, very, very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's I, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. Uh, yeah. I was really glad that it came on Netflix. And as soon as I saw that it was, I was like, yes. I am watching this. 
So that might be the only movie I had on my list. So, uh... Oh, okay. So the rest me. is just me? Yep. How about Mascots? Did you watch it? I did watch How it. How was it? It was good. Was it? It was okay. very good. Corky St. Clair comes back. Waiting for Guffman's director. Amazing. Yep. Is it, that who, That's who directed Waiting for Guffman? That's what you just... Like, yeah, okay. the uh, in the show. Oh, okay. That's Christopher Guest's character that directs. Oh, okay. waiting for or directs the play like the Blaine, Blaine? Missouri? Yeah. Something like that. Something I don't remember. But yeah, he directs the play in the movie in which they're waiting for Gopin to come see. Right. Right. And this he comes back as, as a, that character. As a, as that character. Amazing. Okay, because I have seen it, and I've waited. For, I've wanted to get somebody else's thoughts on it. Because like Chris O'Dowd is in it, and yep. uh, like a bunch of the the Christopher the, Guest the regulars, guests. and yeah, uh, yeah it, the guy who plays Jared on uh, Silicon Valley is in it. Yeah, can never remember his actual name, which is kind of also the joke in Silicon Valley, which is very enjoyable. Yeah, so it's um, <sighs> yeah, it, it was one of those ones. Where was like eh, it has potential. But I wanted to get... Okay, I'm glad that I enjoyed you enjoyed it. it. Okay. It's not my favorite Christopher Guest. Sure. But I had a very good time with it. It's Excellent. very much a Christopher Guest film. It's done in his style. You still got that okay. kind of best in show feel to it. That Perfect. My okay, because I saw it. Like, I even watched the trailer and I was like, okay, yeah, this has potential. If you like Christopher Guest, it's a Christopher Solid. Guest movie. Okay. Excellent. Uh, if you guys haven't watched it, it's a Netflix exclusive. He made it for Netflix. It's about mascots at the Fluffies. That's the name of the mascot awards competing to be the best mascots. Yeah. 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 What an unreal concept. I'm trying to remember. There was a couple of the other people uh, that were in it that I was like, this makes me so happy. Oh, yeah. Zach Woods. The, that's who you're talking about. From, yes. Yeah. Because he's also Gabe in The Office. Yes. And that's where I Kay. mostly remember him from. There was, yeah, Chris O'Dowd I was really excited about. He plays a an Irish-Canadian. Right. John Michael Higgins, who plays, um, uh, oh, God, he's in Arrested Development. He's Wayne, the the prosecutor. The other lawyer. Yeah. yeah. Or the, yeah, there's several lawyers, but. Yeah, the one, I will hide behind those bushes. Yeah. Yeah. What is the... I use two words to describe myself. What is the first one? <laughs> Professionalism. Uh, huh? <laughs> uh, maybe that was it. But anyway, yeah. Like, I saw the... Like, I just kind of saw the previews. Like, yeah. Oh! And Ed Bakley Jr. Oh, yeah. But he's in a lot of... Sure. Guest movies. It's just because I'm watching Arrested Development, and so I see Wayne, and I see Stan Sitwell. I'm like, okay, well, now I yeah. should watch this show. Okay. It's good. It's okay, worth great. it. Kamiko the Treasure Hunter. Okay. I mentioned that. It was on my, not this year's want to see list, but last year's. Sure. It's great. Okay. It's about Anime? A, no. No? No. No. It just sounds like it has an anime title to it. Well, it's a Japanese movie. Okay. Carry on. Her name is Kamiko. It's a. It's the one about the Japanese office worker who thinks that Fargo, literally the movie Fargo, right. is a treasure map. To find that, because she thinks that briefcase of money is actually in Fargo. She thought it's a documentary. <laughs> Amazing. It's funny. It's sad. It's very well shot. Cool. It's very, very good. Okay. Very much enjoyed that. The Wave, which is a Norwegian disaster film about a shift, like a tectonic shift, essentially, on a fjord causing a massive tsunami. Okay. 
crazy. Not really much else to say other than that. It's a very, it's a very standard disaster film. Okay. Like it, it hits the notes of most of the good disaster sure. films. But there's just like there's a real good starkness to it, and it's just it's very well made. Great. So as there has not been a really well made good disaster movie in a while, I really appreciated cool. the wave. Okay. The bad sleep well. Okay. It's a Kurosawa film. Oh. It's about corruption in bureaucracy. Like in, not, he didn't set it in period. It's at present day, so 60s. Okay. So, uh, uh, and it's just kind of figuring out who's done what and what the corruption is and Whoa. how it's all going to play out. Mm. And it's seven hours long and... Three, okay. but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's Kurosawa, yeah. so it's it's not short. Okay. It's very, very good. Okay, cool. Three more things. Okay. Race for the White House. I forgot to mention this one. It was a series, but I also watched it kind of like back to back to back. It's right. on Netflix. Right. Okay. Um, you were talking about this one. Yeah. Well, you you and I have talked about We've this talked one. about it. Yeah. It's essentially, it was a CNN miniseries before the election, obviously, covering some of the more interesting American elections in mini documentaries. Yeah. Okay. It was very, very good. Yeah. You told me that I would like that one. Yeah. I okay. think you would. Cool. I very much enjoyed it. I learned a lot about earlier elections that I didn't know. I learned stuff about the Dukakis election that I knew nothing about because I was three. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Goke Body Snatcher from Hell. A weird Japanese movie, which is apparently one of Quentin Tarantino's favorite movies of all time. Okay. It's about aliens, I think. Alien vampires (laughs) and a plane crash and the apocalypse, maybe, and... Sounds like it's just rife with everything. It is rife with everything. Okay. It's mostly about a vampire, I think. Okay. I'll take your word for it. We're trying to go a little bit faster because it's getting later. My voice is starting to be like, hey, man, we need to stop. Yeah. So last but certainly not least is It Happened One Night. Okay. Do you know anything about It Happened One Night? No. Should I? Have it's I heard of this one? A, uh, it's an Oscar winner from the 30s, oh. so I have no idea. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say that no, I probably don't. Okay, essentially, this knocks out another one of my best picture things. When we do our next Oscar lineup, mm-hmm. my number of best pictures winners scene is going to be fairly close to complete. Nice. I'm hoping. I'm missing a few of the super early ones, but not many. Essentially, this is... Clark Gable and Claudette Colbert. She is a spoiled heiress running away from her father to try and get back to her fiancé. Okay. Um, from Florida to New York. And she's being helped along by Clark Gable, a newsman who needs a story, slash just wants to help, slash they kind of fall in love because it's the 30s sure. and it's a romance. Yeah. And this is... Widely credited as the first screwball comedy. Oh, no way. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of fast dialogue, and it's pacey, and it's got a lot of little intricate things in it, and there's like a song break on a bus where people just hang out and sing a song for a while. why not? that's what you did when you had buses that could only go from town to town to town, so it's a nine-day trip. Yeah. I will say, I haven't seen any more movies, but I worked the Saddle Dome last weekend, Okay. And, or this past weekend, I guess. And uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire in Chicago played. Oh, nice. Yeah. And everybody, everybody I talked to, when I told them, oh, I'm working this show, and they're like, oh, yeah, I mean, that's, you're going to love Earth, Wind, and Fire. It's like, will I? 
I knew a couple of their songs, but I didn't know a ton of their stuff. Right. I grew up with my parents playing Chicago in my house. Yeah. Chicago set was amazing. I would imagine. Yeah, like, the horns and, like, it, it was really cool because it was like, they came out together and did a few songs as a group, like, both Chicago and Earth, Wind & Fire. Oh, nice. And then Earth, Wind & Fire basically did their set, and then at the top of, then they had an intermission, and then after the intermission, Chicago came out and did their stuff, and then the last three or four songs, they, both groups played together and kind of closed it out that way. Cool. Really fun way to do it. But, like, it made perfect sense to do it that way because you have horns in both groups. And yep. it was just so fun. Such a party. And, I mean, the suite that I was in, the sound really sucked. So my suite ended up leaving for for the Chicago part and, like, watching it from a different section. Oh, okay. And so they came back and, and like, paid the bill and everything like that. But right. I had to watch all the coats. And if they wanted to come back for a drink, I would have to be there for the drink. So, literally, I watched Chicago from the suite all by myself. I was like... Cool. That sounds pretty nice. And the sound was only okay, but I could hear the songs and like they played everything I wanted to hear, and they closed out with twenty five or six to four, which was great. Of course so they did. I was just like, of course is, they did. Yeah, what else right? are they gonna? Yeah, there's nothing else you could close that show with. Nope. And there's so, nothing else we could close this podcast with. Hey, that's it. <laughs> we stretched this out for a full podcast on my behalf, I believe. Well, and your voice is starting to sound pretty raw. Yeah, so it is. Yeah. So you. Mr. and Miss Internet, are the lifeblood of our podcast, and we want to answer your questions or just have a good old chat. Want to talk to us on Twitter? Dave can be found at David Ron, that's Ron with two N's. I can be found at Sean Cord, that's Sean with a U, and we are at Guys From Podcast. Email us at guysfrompodcast at gmail.com. Facebook us at the Guys From. Get a ballot initiative put together and on to the next election, because hey, Dave, the 2018 American by elections start today oh my god you did tell me i wasn't gonna like that oh my god <sighs> if you enjoy the guys from podcast tell your friends tell your family tell anybody you can tell strangers really it doesn't matter as long as you get the word out you could throw us a review on itunes that would be pretty swell that's kind of how we get noticed and everybody knows who we are so sorry I, I threw dave off i needed a cough break yeah so that would be the best thing you could do is give us a review on itunes um but beyond that if you want to find us we are available on pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast including player fm podbeam and stitcher the innovative on-demand podcast app hey dave is there anything you wanted to plug uh, we talked about it already at the beginning of the episode, but I'm leaving for San Francisco literally tomorrow. Um, so I would say there's a very good chance that I'll be writing a blog about it sometime next week. So this w- podcast will already be out by that point. So look for it throughout the week, and I'll post it to the regular places, my Facebook, the Facebook page. Your Twitter? My Twitter. I was going to get to that. All those places. Sean? On our website, www.theguysfrom.com, aside from hosting this podcast that's slowly destroying my voice, (laughs) we also write articles on things like music, that's indie music every Tuesday, throwback tracks every Thursday, movies, The Simpsons, I wrote on the election, which now is kind of moot because it's already happened, but we don't know what's happened yet. You're ahead of us in time and space. (laughs) And where can I find all that again, Sean? www.theguysfrom.com. Right. Head to iHorror.com for all of your horror news, interview, and review needs. And also, like I always say whenever we talk about stuff like this, check out something that you haven't seen that we talked about today that we seemed really excited about. Be it Far Cry, be it Go K Body Snatcher from Hell, be it one of the podcasts. The history one Dave was talking about is great. The film history one I was talking about is great. 
anything. Totally. Special thanks to The Sweets for our terrific opening music. Check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com. And also, uh, congratulations to the Cubs. Woo. We haven't podcasted since that happened, so... True. Good on them. 108 years, it's just... It was long enough. Yeah, it's. I'm so happy for them. Me too. And now I can back to cheering for the Red Sox. And I can go back to the Pirates. There you go. This has been episode 141 of the Guys From Podcast, the Flam Podcast. Thanks for listening. Once again, I'm Sean. And I'm Dave. Taking us out this week is Diatessaron and their song, Kite Strings. Remember, you can check them out on diatesseronband.com or their other site, diatesseron.bandcamp.com. Remember, if you have an original song that you would like us to feature at the end of our podcast, send us an MP3 or the link to your SoundCloud along with any information about your band that you would like us to pass along. And specifically, links to the SoundCloud if you have a download option. If you send me to the SoundCloud and there's no download option, I can't actually get your song that way because you're not letting me get your song that way. And then I'd have to, like, steal it, and I don't want to do that. Right. So there's that. Yes. We're big fans of the indie community, and we want to lend our support. Our email address is guysfrompodcast at gmail.com. Have a great week, everybody. The Guys From Podcast is brought to you in part by nothing. Nothing. Nothing is going to stop me from not talking anymore today. No more talking. As of... Now. Me and my vessel know I'm old and it's time to go Me and my vessel know I'm old and it's time to go Cause I was just
It's time to go. I'm old and it's time to go.